Hey everyone, and welcome to the Homicide Homegirls podcast, a true crime podcast examining the true crime cases that fascinate and intrigue us. I'm Arielle. And I'm Amanda. Thanks Thanks for for joining us. us. We can't wait to share the details of this wild episode with you. Hey everyone. Hey guys. I hope everyone's enjoying their Saturday. Um, I know this is not our typical release date, but we decided to bring you additional content tonight because it is extremely time sensitive. Mm -hmm. The reason for this mini episode is simple. We need the help of our listeners. We'll elaborate more towards the end of the episode on why we released this bonus mini episode tonight, but first we need to talk about the 1984 ambush shooting of St. John Parish, which is my hometown, Sheriff's Detective Lieutenant Sherman Ray Walker. So, Lieutenant Sherman Ray Walker was a detective for the St. John Parish Sheriff's Office in Laplace, Louisiana. And he was actually the first African-American chief of detectives in the history of the St. John Parish Sheriff's Office. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, when you told me that, I was like, eight years as an officer and he's already a detective lieutenant. That's pretty impressive. Yeah, and he was 32 years old at the time of his death and had served as a police officer for eight years. During the research for this episode, I came across a website called Officer Down Memorial Page, Mm -hmm. which is a website or a page dedicated to remembering fallen police officers who were killed in the line of duty. It it sucks that even, like... Like, there's a need for that kind of website. Yeah. Right. So. And, and it's not, it's like national, I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's I'm not. very familiar with that website. Um, so there's a page on Detective Lieutenant Sherman Ray Walker, and this website also has a section called Reflections, where people can post, you know, memories about the fallen officers. And Lieutenant Walker had 19 reflections posted on his page, and I was legitimately crying yeah. reading them. Um, Tear jerkers for sure. Right. And I wanted us to read just a few just to give some insight into who he was and the type of person that he was. So the first one that we came across is actually pretty recent. Captain Kenneth Mitchell of the St. John Sheriff's Department, which he was employed there when I was employed there, but he retired. Um, He wrote on November 6th of 2019, quote, As a rookie detective, Lieutenant Walker took me under his wing and directed my path that led me to becoming an investigator. He was a true friend that I will never forget. His dedication to St. John Sheriff's Department and the community of St. John will never be forgotten. End quote. Goodness, that's so sweet. I know. The second one that we wanted to include is a reflection from another fellow officer on November 17, 2006. Lieutenant Harry Troxler of the St. John the Baptist Parish Sheriff's Office wrote, quote, It has been 22 years since I heard the news of your death. Since that time, I have had the opportunity of working with many of your friends at the St. John Sheriff's Department. From what I have heard, you were an outstanding police officer and a great and generous human being. When a person violated the law and you were assigned the case, the citizens could rest assured that someone would be going to jail shortly thereafter. Your friends still always speak highly of you, even after all of these years. You were certainly a class act. The citizens of St. John the Baptist Parish and all of your friends are proud to have had an outstanding person like you representing them. God bless you, Lieutenant Sherman Ray Walker. End quote. And last but not least, this reflection was actually from Lieutenant Walker's daughter, Yolanda Walker. On May 1st, 2012, she wrote, quote, It's been a long time since you've been gone, but yet it feels like yesterday. 
I love you and I miss you so very much. You are a great officer, but most of all, you are the greatest dad. I love you. End quote. That's the one that got me. Yep. I was crying when I was reading that. So now I'm going to jump into the events that occurred the night that Sherman Walker was murdered. Unknown to Lieutenant Walker, three assailants were lying in wait outside of his home until he left for work on November 6, 1984. Upon exiting his home in Garyville, Louisiana, which is about 10 miles or 20 minutes from Laplace, he was ambushed and gunned down when attempting to enter his unmarked patrol car on his way to work. All three suspects opened fire on Lieutenant Walker with shotguns, fatally wounding him. And police eventually zeroed in on three suspects, Willie Rogers Jr., James Dunn, 18 years old, and Wilfred Greenup, 17 years old. Um, I couldn't find Willie Rogers' age anywhere, but I'm assuming he's around the same age as these guys, if not a little bit older. Mm -hmm. Um, But these guys are super young. Mm -hmm. Babies. Yeah. So, according to Wilfred Greenup's taped confession, Rogers was the mastermind of the plot to murder Lieutenant Walker because Walker had previously arrested Rogers five times, resulting in prison time for Rogers. Also in his confession, Greenham quoted Rogers as saying, quote, let's go burn Sherman, end quote. Jesus. That's just damning. Um, as reported by ballistics tests, Lieutenant Walker was killed by the blast from a 12-gauge shotgun, which was the type carried by Willie Rogers Jr. And Rogers' accomplices, James Dunn and Wilfred Greenup, had 410 shotguns, mm-hmm. and the slugs from the 410 shotguns were found embedded in Lieutenant Walker's car near his body. And Greenup swore in his confession that he deliberately missed Walker. So maybe he was having second thoughts. I don't really know. So Dunn pled guilty in August 1985 to manslaughter and received a 22-year sentence. He was released on good behavior in 1995, so 10 years he served. But only three years later, he was in trouble again. This time for shooting and mortally wounding two tellers during an armed robbery of a bank in Napoleonville, Louisiana. In March 1999, James Dunn was convicted and sentenced to death by lethal injection. Um, We did bring up Dunn's history only to make the point that he was obviously not reformed from his time in prison, and this will be important and we'll revisit why we included this uh, before the end of the episode. Right. um, And really quick, I just wanted to say, he was he was on death row, and I couldn't find whether his sentence was carried out or not. But yeah, we don't even know if he's yeah. I don't know if he's still, still incarcerated alive or, or still alive. on death row. Yeah. But. Um, so, Wilford Greenup pleaded guilty to attempted first degree murder. Greenup changed his plea to guilty right before jury selection was set to begin for his murder trial. He was sentenced to forty years at hard labor in the custody of Louisiana Department of Corrections. I couldn't find um, the exact date right. that Greenup was released from prison. However, he is a free man today. Willie Rogers Jr. pled guilty to first-degree murder and received 99 years, which is basically a life sentence. Right. Um, we're you, assuming. Didn't you say they have to put? I, I a think they have on to it? put like when I testified in that murder trial a couple months ago. Um, after trial was over, I went and looked. And they always have a number of days. So if it's like uh, 7,000 days, you like have to do the math to figure uh, out. Okay. 
So we're assuming that Rogers got first degree murder because he planned the whole thing. Right. He was like the mastermind. Mm-hmm. And because his shot ended up being the fatal shot. Right. Because um, I know we've talked about this before, but first degree murder is like premeditation. Uh, it's part of it. It's kind of, That's kind of like a myth. Oh. Remember it's... It? Um, it's f- oh, commission of another crime. Yes. Another felony. Another felony. Okay. Um, so he's currently serving out his sentence at Louisiana State Penitentiary in Angola, Louisiana. Like we said, a lot of our people that we yeah. cover are at Angola. Yeah. So um, a couple things have been done in St. John Parish to memorialize Lieutenant Walker. A street in Garyville, Louisiana, where he lived, was named after him, Sherman Walker Street. And I'm pretty sure it's the street that he lived on. Yeah, like that's a few streets away from where I work. Right. And the jail in St. John Parish was also named after him when it opened in 1997. It is the Sherman Walker Correctional Facility. I'm familiar. <laughs> yeah. So they, they've done some things to try to, you know, keep his memory alive. And Coming I know you here. said the, the Facebook page they post every year yes, in November. Yes, um, on the death anniversaries. But, right. um, so the reason for the release of this bonus episode is because we need the help of our listeners. Yes. As most of you know, because I've mentioned it in numerous episodes, um, I used to be a 911 dispatcher. Mm -hmm. Today, I received a text message from my old 911 commander. She told me that retired Major Bobby Hay was notified. Um, He he may have been involved in the case. He must have. Um, But he was notified that Willie Rogers applied for clemency, and his hearing is scheduled for Monday, Mm -hmm. January 27th. 2020. For those who don't know, according to the Criminal Justice Policy Foundation, clemency is defined as, quote, clemency may be a pardon, shortening of a prison sentence, commutation of a sentence, or a reprieve. Clemency may be granted by each state's governor and the President of the United States and may be based upon mercy or other considerations that put a prisoner's guilt in doubt, end quote. Right, and that's I know, like, sometimes if somebody's in prison, even if it's for life, if they're, like, really old or they're really sick, like, say they have cancer and they're dying anyway, sometimes they'll grant clemency and let them out. Yeah. I don't think that, I don't think they should. Yeah. I don't, I don't really care. Yeah. If you have cancer. Even you murdered somebody. Yeah. So, if Willie Rogers' clemency request is granted, my hometown will have a cop killer out on the streets. Right. We are asking our listeners to help ensure that this murderer serves out his life sentence and never sees outside of Angola ever again. Right. So I know this case happened 36 years ago, but that's no reason to just let someone who murdered a police officer in cold blood out of prison instead of him serving out his full sentence. Right. I mean, if Dunn wasn't reformed by his time in prison, how are we supposed to believe that Willie Rogers Jr., who was the mastermind of the entire plot to murder Lieutenant Walker? Like, how are we supposed to believe that he's reformed, right. you know? So, we are asking our listeners to please call Miss Ketchens with the Louisiana Department of Corrections at 225-255-3273 and leave a voicemail voicing your concerns. Ariella and I have both done it. Um... Let her know that Willie Rogers should not be let out of Angola. Right, for sure. And we're gonna we're gonna post the number on our on our Facebook page too. So, and we're gonna you know post pictures of Sherman Walker because he 
doesn't deserve to be forgotten. Right. And that's that's who we need to keep in mind and his family. Um, right. Especially with especially, you know, I can't imagine with what his family potentially being. Yeah, I can't imagine to let out. what his family's going through having to hear this. Right. You know. I mean, thirty six years later, and it's right. like they're going to be living a nightmare all over again. Right. Like opening the wound all over again. Yep. So, yeah, we urge you, please call. Leave a voicemail. It doesn't matter if it's tonight, Saturday night, or tomorrow, Sunday. You know, his hearing is Monday, so we need yeah, to. Yeah, this is we need time-sensitive, yes. urgent. Yes. Call now. Yes. Thank you for listening to Homicide Homegirls. If you enjoyed today's episode, head on over to our Facebook page and leave us a review or rate us on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. If you want to be the first to know when an episode is released, make sure you subscribe to our podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Homicide Homegirls, Facebook at Facebook.com slash Homicide Homegirls Podcast, and Twitter at Homegirls Pod. If you would like to suggest an episode, use the form located on our Facebook page. Once a month, we plan to answer fan-submitted questions in a segment we like to call hashtag AskTheHomegirls. So be sure to use the form on our Facebook page to submit your questions. <laughs>